Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Bellisai. I'm recording right next to my producer slash co-host, wow. Barry. It only took five years. It only took five years, but now it's true. I am a co-host. I'll give you the title. Sure. You're on a, you've been on enough episodes that you could get co-host title. It's truly just an honor and a privilege to be back breathing the same air as you. It's true. Now that we have given enough time for all of the little COVID viruses in my apartment to die <laughs> off, I walked in, you walked into my apartment and I immediately introduced you to my two positive positive COVID tests that are sitting like a little museum. Yeah. Those are commemorative collectible limited edition items. Oh, they're going to be worth millions one day. Potentially. Do you know how much I would pay for like Tom Hanks's positive COVID tests? Oh, that one, especially. I mean, he was patient zero. (laughs) Yes, he was. (laughs) Who, who fucked the bat? Tom Hanks. (laughs) Today, we're kicking things off a little differently. As you know, we're changing up the format of the show a little bit. So we're going to start off with a little banter, a little Uh, ranting amongst us friends. We're going to have some fun. Yeah, we want to keep these intros tight, like my asshole, okay? So we want to get right into the things that we hate that everybody else loves, things that you hate that everybody else loves, right after this intro. More on that soon. And then, of course, we got Worst Things First, where I shot about the stupidest, most ridiculous, worst news of the week. After that. We're diving deep into TikTok trends that I can't stay in. I have teased this deep dive for a while now because my addiction to TikTok is getting stronger and stronger every single day, and I'm finally ready to talk about it. I've had a long-running note on my phone 
uh, where I've where I've kept track of all of the TikTok trends that I absolutely hate. And finally, we'll get to our chasers as always, the stuff that's making us uh, feel good this week. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's start the show. As we announced last week, you know, we're greedy bitches. We want to have more mic time for us. Mm -hmm. So we're not having guests on the pod every week. But we also want to hear more from you, our listeners. Yeah. This is a community. It is. And we didn't want to just leave the amazing question, what's one thing you hate that everyone else loves, just for guests. And if we're not going to have guests on as frequently, we're like, um, what if we ask you guys about that? Mm-hmm. So make sure to check out the Instagram because I'm going to start asking that question more regularly. Also, you can call our rent hotline and leave a rant whenever you want, but also feel free to answer that question there. And then we're going to start peppering in our intros to, to rant a little bit with you and also Matt and I will bring our own things that we hate that everyone else loves or just the things that are really bogging us down this week in our intros as well it's going to be a great time okay so something that really pissed me off this week and this is a type of thing that you like can't complain about anywhere which is why unless I you have, have a podcast, podcast. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> I <laughs> I as everybody who is poor knows, okay, Southwest Airlines has a policy for boarding the airplane, mm-hmm. unlike any other plane, which is you get a boarding number right. and you board in in order. There's the A group, B group, C group. Yep. It's numbered one through 60. Everybody is supposed to line up in order and board the plane roughly in that order. Right. And you're then putting, once you're on the plane, though, it's just like a free for all, yeah, right? It's just like a bus. I... It's like you're putting way too much faith in the public. We're like, if the past two years have taught us anything, it's that people cannot be trusted. Mm-mm. We cannot rely. We do not live in a society. We barely know our alphabet. <laughs> yeah. No. First of all, people can't count. People can't sing the alphabet. Um, everybody knows that the person who's responsible for teaching our youth about the alphabet, Elmo, has lost his fucking mind. <laughs> I, I love everyone's obsession with Elmo, especially because I just hung out with my niece and nephew who are appropriately obsessed with him because they are what children yeah and a full-blown rock has driven elmo (laughs) into complete insanity so nobody knows how to count how to tell the alphabet you're also counting on people to like communicate with one another in order to be like oh what number are you can i stand in front of you Mm -mm. it's very awkward Especially as a Midwesterner, because oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm never going to stand up for myself. No, no. Anyway, I was I was like A35, which is towards the front of the like one half. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and the guy said, okay, it's time for the A group to board. And this entire family, it was like two parents and like four kids, just kind of like bum rushes the door. Is bum rushes an okay phrase? <laughs> I don't know, but I want it to be. They just immediately push past everybody. Uh-huh. And there was another woman who was behind me, who was like a 40 something, who came up and was like, what are you guys doing? <gasps> you you just barge past everybody. And they were like, don't talk to us. Wow. She was like, you're budging. Yeah. And she was like, this is not how it works. There's an order to this. And yeah. the woman was like, don't tell us what to do. Oh, I think they genuinely did not understand the process. Right. And I was like, I don't really want to get involved in this. But also I'm pissed because now 
not only are they in front of me, but she's in front of me and I have a higher number than they. Do you think they were actually working together? They were trying to get her in front too? The, the shitty thing all also against you. was that they literally made an announcement and said there's only 50 passengers on this plane. <laughs> like we're all going to get our own row. Why are you rushing the door? And that's why I was like, I don't really care because, okay, what is this family? Like they're not going to, I don't really care. Yeah. Anyway, that was a very long rant about how I got cut in line at, on the Southwest airplane um, queue, and it was very upsetting to me. I'm so sorry. And what made it even worse was that the woman who decided to like stand up for us, uh-huh. she took the seat that I really wanted. Wow. And I would have been, if everybody had followed the rules, I would have been in that seat because I would have boarded before all of them. Karma. And it's the emergency row seat that has no seat in front of it because I have long legs and I would like that. Wow. I'm Maybe so my back would not have been fucked up. Probably not. You know what? It's probably actually the stress from that whole situation that caused your back to go out. True. The only good karma was that when we landed, I saw that family waiting for their baggage and they absolutely got scammed into taking one of those people who stands around the baggage and is like, I'll, I'll give you a ride. I'll give you a ride. And that I watched works. it happen. I oh watched it happen. God. I was like, good. You deserve this. Oh my God. You should make sure that there's no like missing family posters <laughs> right now. I, I saw an entire family get trafficked <laughs> and was like, good. <laughs> anyway. Um, do you have anything that you hate this week that you particularly want to uh, get off your chest? I do have something that I want to talk about from this week. Okay. I think it's affecting the nation. And that is that there are no good countertop dish racks because I've tried a lot of different ones mm-hmm. and I settled on one that's just like kind of a little pad that you can machine wash. And then it has like a little plastic thing so that you can, you know, put a cup there and have it be a little more secure. Uh-huh. But I was just like putting some of the dishes that I have to hand wash away on that thing And then, oops, one measuring cup pushed over the French press just a little bit and it tipped over and it just cracked fully open, bottom fully open. And I was like trying so hard not to buy coffee every day. So I was like French press. And the first day that I'm home and I use my goddamn French press, it fucking breaks. Wait, the French press broke? Yeah. It's glass? Yeah. Oh. I thought they were all metal. No, 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 no. some fancy... well, glass the, French press. The metal is the part that like the glass comes in. Oh, but the I'm base thinking of the one that's like the glass. two parts. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't know how to. Do, that's like an espresso thing. I don't yeah. know how to do that. But yeah, so that just tipped over. And I'm just like, there is there's no good dish rack that is good for a countertop. Yeah, I just broke a glass today because I, I had two I had two glasses that were like nested together and I must uh-huh. have put them together when there was a little bit of moisture mm. and they like fused together. Oh my God, science <laughs> so is crazy. I tried pulling them apart and they just shattered in my hands. <laughs> oh, good, 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 good. Are you okay? Did you bleed? Yeah, I'm fine. I was really proud of myself for instead of just picking up the bigger pieces and like leaving the kitchen, I I did move everything and take a sponge and a flashlight. I mean, my phone flashlight. This is like a corner of my kitchen where the light doesn't really hit and like actually cleaned up all the teeny tiny particles of glass because I was like, oh, no, I don't do that. I know. (laughs) I was really proud of myself for doing that. I almost let it go. And then I was like. Most likely what would happen is Alex would accidentally get cut and then I would feel bad. Uh So I did it for him. My what an amazing girlfriend I am. Sure, sure, sure. Where's my prize? Not stabbing your boyfriend. (laughs) Well, let's put our newscaster hats on. It's time for Worst Things First. Do newscasters wear hats? Yep. Cool. (laughs) Newsies hats. Oh, 
All right, worst things first. Let's chat about the stupidest, most ridiculous, worst news of the week. First, two women in Clearwater, Florida. Only in Florida. Clearwater, by the way, which is the Florida of Florida's. Right, exactly, exactly. (laughs) Um, Two women have been charged with felony burglary after allegedly breaking into a man's apartment and using containers of glitter as weapons. You know what I have to say to that? She She rose. She She rose. So here's what happened. Some man was apparently standing on his balcony when two women, Sarah and Caitlin. Of course. (laughs) Of course. Yeah, the two most white woman names that you could possibly imagine, both in their late 20s. How do you spell Caitlin here? K-A-I-T-L-I-N. I I actually don't know if there's even a right way to spell Caitlin. No, there's. you can use every letter of the alphabet to spell Caitlin. (laughs) (laughs) They arrived at this guy's apartment complex just before 3 a.m. on a Monday. Okay, sir, what are you doing out on your balcony at 3 a.m., sus? Uh, yeah. Well, you it wake up from like a nightmare and you have to like go outside to take a to fresh breath of bombed. air because you're scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, sir, it sounds like maybe you should be inside. Maybe may- in Clearwater, Florida, where you want to be abducted uh-uh. by aliens. That's where Scientology. Scientology yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. they started. So the women started arguing with him. I'm just guessing like Romeo and Juliet style. If there's he's a balcony, on a balcony involved, there's yeah. no other way. So, yeah, they, they were like, Romeo, fuck you. <laughs> um, and he was like, fucking roses or some shit. Why is a rose called that even? <laughs> Direct quote, Shakespeare, look it up. So then Sarah decides to throw a container of glitter at him, strikes him in the upper torso and head, which I don't know what glitter was it like in. Like if you go to Michael's, Joann's, um, any of the stores, uh-huh. you're not buying glitter in like steel containers. Right. <laughs> you're buying glitter in like at most uh, a, a heavy plastic. Right. The only other thing I'm thinking of is are they using the term glitter when they really mean like a confetti gun? You know what I mean? They're saying containers of glitter. Yeah. So I I think it is an entire container. Yeah. So it doesn't seem like that big of a deal. I'm guessing that they like open. If I were doing this, Uh I would buy like, you know, they sell things of glitter like a a, a thing of Parmesan cheese. Mm, Yes. And, you know, it has the one side that's got some of the holes and then the one side that's got bigger, bigger opening For for pouring. Yeah. If I were doing that, I would buy that container, unscrew it entirely, and then just throw the whole container. There we go. And so not only would it strike the person, but then it would explode everywhere. Brilliant. Um, But what did they do? It sounds like they basically did that. So they threw it. They threw a container of glitter at him. They struck him in the upper torso and head. Sarah then climbed over the balcony railing entered the guy's apartment, started throwing more containers of glitter at him. <laughs> I'm assuming that she had them in a sort of like belt, like a grenade. Mm, yes, of course. Um, she then unlocked the front door to let Caitlin in. Once inside, Caitlin also started throwing containers of glitter at the guy. The, love these like ROTC girls who are like going to use our weapon training for good. Yeah, they went, they went to Michael's with coupons <laughs> and they bought every container of glitter. Then as they were leaving, Sarah kicked uh, one of his windows until it broke. Oh my God. <laughs> so then they fled. Police tracked down the vehicle, get this, to where they live. They didn't like stow their, their shit anywhere. It's like always... <laughs> hide the getaway car do you not listen to unhappy hour sarah and caitlin you sound exactly like 
the kind of people who listen to this podcast. Okay. <laughs> Why wouldn't you learn from us? Police, I guess they tracked them down so quickly that the car was still warm um, and <laughs> was covered in glitter. I mean, that's never going away. Yeah, that's the problem with using glitter yeah. as a weapon is that like you were immediately identifiable. It's basically like throwing sperm everywhere. It's like it's going to be linked to you. This is literally a plot point in Yellow Jackets. Really? Where there's like a crime that gets committed and as they're chasing this guy through a clothes store he falls and gets glitter all over him. And then they're like, find the person who has got glitter on it. Anyway, they were just nominated for a Writer's Guild Award. <laughs> so they arrested both of the per- uh, they arrested both of the women, but their motive is unclear. It is unclear whether they even knew this man. <gasps> this was just a random attack. I definitely assume this was like an ex-lover. It's gotta be. I hope it is. I think it's it's like as of this reporting... They don't know who, what the connection is, but it's like, yeah, if these, they, it has to be an ex. We will be following up. I will. We will get them on the pod. (laughs) (laughs) I will call the Clearwater Jail myself. Next, a court in California upheld the firing of two LA police officers who ignored a call about an active robbery because they were playing Pokemon Go. This is where our tax dollars go. (laughs) Not mine. Okay, I don't live in California. True. The original incident happened uh, back in 2017. So these two men, uh, they claimed at the time that they didn't hear the call about an active robbery at a mall, but... There was an in-car recording of their conversation that revealed that they had heard it. They spoke about it to one another and decided not to respond to the call. (laughs) According to uh, the transcript, (laughs) by the way, their names are Lozano and Mitchell, which are the two most cop names you can imagine. Um, Lozano reportedly said, ah, screw it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly... I respect that energy, except for the fact that he's a cop and it's about a crime. But, you know, like in my job, I would like to um, have that energy. Just kidding, guys. Don't worry. You know (laughs) how many times I say I'm not going to do my job because I'm playing a game? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or doing something else. Watching TV. Exactly. Uh, Five minutes later, Mitchell allegedly told Lozano that a Pokemon character known as Snorlax uh, was was spotted nearby. I mean, that's just one. You got to catch them all. And two... Snorlax is the perfect reason to snore on your job. Like, come on. It's very fitting. It is a fitting Pokemon. For no the other Pokemon would have sufficed no, for this story. No. Uh, for about the next 20 minutes, the officers could be heard on the in-car recording discussing Pokemon as they drove to different locations looking for Snorlax. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> like... Um, and then after capturing the Snorlax, the officers traveled to another location to capture another Pokemon, a Togetic I've never heard of that one. I only I'm no. an OG Pokemon fan. Okay. Yeah. I I was a fan of Pokemon back when there were just a hundred. Wow. Or 150. Um, the men appealed the decision, arguing that the video was inadmissible because it was a private conversation and that they were improperly questioned without a lawyer present. So they were really throwing everything. They were they knew that they <laughs> fucked up. They're like, what's that thing that the person we arrested last week said when we brought him in? And then they just said exactly that. I think it's because like they got questioned by their boss and they were like, the police questioned us. (laughs) It's like, okay, well, that's not how the police officer works. (laughs) If you're a cop, you 
yeah, every time your boss talks to you, you have to have a lawyer present <laughs> because it's the police questioning you. I don't know. Anyway, um, so that happened a long time ago. I guess they were in the process of appealing it and the court finally upheld it saying like, yeah, (laughs) you fucked up. Next, a British surgeon has been struck off the medical register, meaning he can no longer practice medicine in the UK. Legally, anyway. After it was discovered that he had branded his initials on patients' livers (laughs) during transplant procedures. Okay, honestly, though, <laughs> iconic. Uh, yeah, as I was reading this, I was like, same. I would absolutely do that if I were a doctor. Like, no one would even know the difference. How, wait, how did people find out? So they found out because one of the implants didn't take. And so another doctor was performing surgery and was like, why, why, whose initials are these on, on this liver? Oh, my God. I'm surprised they didn't. They weren't like, this is a sign from God. Like, right. it's like a stain on a wall and then you think it's the Virgin Mary kind of thing where it's like, oh, my God, you have been marked. Especially because the surgeon's name was Jesus Christ. <laughs> JC. <laughs> uh, so initially this this happened in like 2013. Uh-huh. It was discovered in 2017. He pleaded guilty to two counts of assault. They charged him with assault because he used he used an electric beam to mark his initials onto two patients' livers during procedures. How much time would this have taken him? Surgery takes so long so to begin long. with. So long. I've only had surgery once. Zero times for me. I had my tonsils taken out. And it's so weird because it's like you fall asleep and then wake up immediately. But like days have passed. Wow. Also, my butt really hurt when I woke up. <laughs> I've said this before. Do you think that the inside of your colon has actually been initialized <laughs> by that surgeon? <laughs> It was a really weird feeling that I was like, is this normal or was I violated? (laughs) Well, it's also like in certain things, I think it was my mom told me, I'm probably getting this wrong, but like when they did her hip for some reason, they had to like break her shoulder. They have to like move you in ways that you shouldn't be moved. Right. So yeah, the patient, uh, one of the patients also suffered from a bunch of mental health issues because of the ensuing press coverage and the trauma. Um, So the guy pleaded guilty. He was sentenced to community orders, unpaid work, a fine of 10,000 pounds. And has been, this has been like going back and forth through, I guess, the courts, but also the like medical practitioners tribunal, which is very (laughs) mystic kind of archaic (laughs) name for... (laughs) I don't know, group of doctors who decide everyone's fate. I mean, I feel like his next career is extremely obvious. He should artist. be a tattoo artist. Exactly. Yeah, like it's right there. Yeah, like, sir, why don't you write your name where everyone can see it? Nobody even knows that it's there except for you on the liver. But that's kind of what makes it so exciting for him, I think. Yeah, it is deeply weird. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine. But, you know, like... Potters get to have their artist mark at the bottom of their work. This is his artistry. Yeah. Also, it's like you're getting a liver transplant. Like, take what you can. (laughs) (laughs) Who cares if it's got initials on it? You, You have a new liver inside of you. Anyway. Next, you may recall this story from an old episode of Unhappy Hour. I think we talked about it a couple years ago. There is a giant African rat named Magawa who is recognized for his life-saving work sniffing out landmines in Cambodia. Do yes, you remember him? Of course. Well, Never guess forget. what? He's dead. Oh, no, as we 
go on. Nope, that's for graduations. We remember all the landmines we, we sniffed, sniffed together. together. Wow, we didn't even practice <laughs> that. We're so in sync. Uh, so Magawa was a famous giant African rat who, over the course of his years-long career with this nonprofit group, he found more than 100 landmines wow. and other pieces of unexploded shit. Icon. The nonprofit described him as the most successful rat in the bomb-sniffing program to date. I'm honestly so proud of him. <laughs> He's I like more accomplished than me. Because it's like, okay, so it's the thing just that they get big rats to sniff them out and, and they're just disposable so like every time they blow up they're like oh he found one bye <laughs> <laughs> but the the reality is that they're light enough that they could sniff them out and not set them off oh they're skinny trained. bitches yeah exactly i wish okay brag <laughs> You think you're so special just because you're <laughs> light enough not to set off a landmine? Um, the rats are trained to detect landmines and tuberculosis. I well, don't know how okay. that works. <laughs> Is tuberculosis when you have like metal in your lungs? No. No. It's when you get nosebleeds like satine. Who in the Moulin fuck Rouge. Is he? Oh. <laughs> That's how I learned what tuberculosis. I, I, I'm, I'm sure we've talked about this before, but I remember they would like give you the tuberculosis test where they'd like poke you and then they'd like draw a smiley face around it to make you feel better. And I remember them watching Moulin Rouge and she had tuberculosis and I was like, That's why I get the smiley face. Sure. I sure, get it sure. now. I thought tuberculosis is what they got because of people working in like factories. I mean, maybe. I'm just. What is the secret? Tell us why that these rats can sniff out tuberculosis. Anyway, his achievement. The reason that we talked about it is because back in 2020, Magawa received a gold medal bestowed by the People's Dispensary for Sick Animals. <laughs> it's basically the animal equivalent of the George Cross, which is a British honor given to civilians for acts of bravery. And he was the first ever rodent to receive this award <laughs> in the charity's history. He lived such a large life for yeah. such a little creature. He um, he's done more in his life than I ever will. Oh, absolutely. The article does say that Magawa was said to be partial to watermelon, banana and peanuts <laughs> when not sniffing for mines. Anyway, so I will be eating some watermelon, banana and peanuts in Magawa's honor. Rest in peace, sweet prince. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, at least 44 people in 25 states have gotten sick from a recent salmonella outbreak, including 15 hospitalizations. And now the CDC is saying it's linked to pet bearded dragons. Oh, no. Yeah. What in the holes is this? That's what <laughs> I have to say. They have become a very popular pet. And by that, I mean, anecdotally, my sister's sister-in-law's family got one because a lot of their friends have them. Yeah. I, I believe this article said that bearded dragons have become the number one lizard pet in the U.S. I will say they've got cute little smiles. But apparently they're just riddled with salmonella. <laughs> So health officials said of the 33 infected people interviewed, this is what I love. I, I'd love to be like a person whose job is to like call people up who start violently shitting and being <laughs> like, tell me about yourself. <laughs> and then you do that to everybody. And then you find out what they all have in common. <laughs> 
like, let's get to know each other. Yeah, it's a little health detective. And so it turns out of the 33 people that they interviewed, 21 said that they owned or had touched a bearded dragon. Wow. And so they were like, got you, bitch. We found you. (laughs) And so they tested a sample from one of the sick person's bearded dragons. And they were like, yep, he's got salmonella. (laughs) So um, bearded dragons, I guess, like most reptiles, carry salmonella bacteria in their intestinal tract, which they shed uh, when they shit. That's and so, so cute. If you're just going around kind of touching bearded dragon shit all over the place, like rubbing on your face and teeth. I mean, it's a great moisturizer. You're probably going to die. Um, <laughs> no, no people have died. <laughs> you might get sick. Um, touching or holding a reptile doesn't mean someone will get it unless they're contaminated with feces or the reptile comes in contact with a person's mouth. Do you hear that way, people? Don't let your dragon lick you in the mouth. What's the point of having a pet if you can't let them lick you in the mouth? Because it's disgusting. <laughs> just kidding. I really don't like licking. And that's it for this week's Worst Things First. And just just a little housekeeping note. You all send so many amazing stories that are great for Worst Things First, but you send it to us via message, like you DM us on Instagram. And then I, who barely can use Instagram, can't then share them. And we want to be able to share the things that you share with us. So here is my humble, shameless request. When you want to share a story with us, go ahead and share that to your Instagram story and tag us. And then we will repost it. It's going to be so fun. Mm -hmm. It's called community engagement, baby. Sure, 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 sure. And obviously, you want even more of us. So you can head to my Patreon, patreon.com slash Matt Bellisai, where you'll get video of Worst Things First stories. Also, a special separate podcast feed of our bonus stories every single week. It's basically a bonus episode that shows up right in your podcast app. So head to Patreon, Patreon patreon.com slash I also have all of my Patreon archives. We have video of guest complainers up there, so you'll get a whole bunch. Next! We're diving deep into the worst parts of TikTok. More, more like shit talk, am I right? Oh. Right after this commercial break. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up.
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The farmer's dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. All right. So if you've been listening to the past few episodes of Unhappy Hour, you know I have developed an unhealthy, almost pathological addiction to TikTok (laughs) practically (laughs) overnight. Okay. I don't know. Initially, I thought that TikTok was just like, I don't know, where white teens went to embarrass themselves learning how to dance. Right. I was like, there's just no way I'm going to bother with another app right now. My brain is already under assault from the rest of the internet. I can't take this. There is no way I'm ever opening this godforsaken app. And then I made the mistake of opening that fucking program on my phone. And now I am hopelessly shackled to it. I I looked up on my phone no. how much screen time I spent every day on average. And it's two hours and nine minutes. Wait, <laughs> just, just on, on TikTok? TikTok? Oh, Matthew. (laughs) To be fair, that calculation was the past week, which also included the time I was in Chicago doing nothing at home. Okay, sure. Um, So we'll see if that changes. (laughs) It's so easy. It sucks you in so quickly. It just you go from one to the next to the next. For people who are unfamiliar with how TikTok works, TikTok is a video app. They're all under at least three minutes. uh, And unlike any other social media platform, it's very easy to just open TikTok and scroll and you don't have to be following anybody. It just shows you random videos. It starts to learn what you respond to and what you like and we'll show you more of that. But in general, it just shows you random stuff. Uh The number of times that I've been showed the TikTok that pops up that says like, hey, you've been on this for a little little too long. Yeah, which I have not gotten. Um, <laughs> I did not know that was a thing and it is sad. I think it kicks in after like an hour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it'll it'll be a little message that pops up. It's a it's like still a TikTok. It's like the continue watching on Netflix, but like more depressing. It's weird because it's like it's from TikTok the yeah. account or TikTok tips, and right. it's like, hey, you've been scrolling for a little a, a, a while. You might might want to go take a walk. 
<laughs> so the point here is that I have now spent enough time on TikTok to form a number of violent opinions about the content there. The absolute worst garbage that that app produces on the regular you you may recall during the Grumpy Awards episode that I did uh, I, I foreshadowed this very deep dive by bitching about one of the worst trends of last year that I I personally was pissed by, which is the making lunch for my husband. Right. Yes. Trend, which was just a bunch of women being like, here's what I packed for my husband today. He wasn't <laughs> happy with last week's meals. So here's how I tried to make it more exciting. And it's like, girl. Blink twice if you need help. <laughs> anyway, that was just the tip of the iceberg. So let's get into it. This is the worst kinds of TikToks. First, recipe videos that somehow travel at the speed of light. I don't understand why... <laughs> I'm never going to make this food. No, it's not helpful. I don't understand. I can't eat. I can barely. My brain does not have the time to process <laughs> what ingredients you're even showing me before you've absolutely annihilated them and turned them into something else. You're not taking me to Flavortown. This is not informative. Yeah. Do you think Guy Fieri has these kinds of aggressive skills? No. No. He's treating every piece of shredded cheese that he puts on top of his nachos with care, with de delicate handling yeah be more like guy fieri that's what i have to say fieri yeah that is i mean that's just the advice that i take every single morning yeah wake up put your flame shirt on dye your hair yeah and spike that shit up yeah go out and fuck the world that's what i approach the world as if it is a pile of butter that you are about to put your dick mm. in mm. there's one guy in particular who it's it, he makes this stuff so fast. That's like the point. It's kind of ASMR-y where I'm just mm. like, I don't, it is more stressful than it is calming <laughs> because you're moving so quickly. I can barely keep my eyes on the knife. <laughs> Next, TikTok blows their load over brie. Brie cheese? Wheels of brie. They will put brie in fucking anything. What is this, 1995? The number of recipe videos that are just people putting wheels of brie inside store-bought puff pastry and calling that an appetizer. No. Go fuck yourself. Uh-uh. First of all, I don't want to eat an entire wheel of cheese. Sorry, <laughs> I know that's controversial to my listeners. It's honestly kind of a little shocking. I know. Nobody is more surprised by this stance than I am, <laughs> but... I'm not just going to pop an entire wheel of brie into my mouth. No. Second of all, I know I just recently got on this high horse, but if you buy store-bought puff pastry, you're a piece of shit. It's just like not that hard to make puff pastry. It's not hard to make. Even though I know everybody on Great British Bake Off, whenever they have to make puff pastry, is like, who would ever make their own puff pastry? Even Mary Berry was like, I will never do this again. I just <laughs> buy it homemade. And I'm like, that's why I'm better than Mary Berry. Right. Okay. That's why I'm alive and she's dead. I'm like, I like actually <laughs> see dead. a little red target on your forehead right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. The point is just stop putting Brie in shit. Next, straight guy roommates that have shared accounts. <laughs> Maybe this is very specific. <laughs> but uh, there are I'm so glad I'm not I, I, I didn't go to college now. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that I went to college before even Instagram came out when we were in college. Like I think thank the Lord. Yeah. To imagine what the men I slept with in college would have done if they had TikTok is upsetting to me. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, I can like name three guys off the top of my head who probably would have had those accounts. 
There was one TikTok that I loved that was like a girl being like, when you get super attracted to a guy um, based on his like a, a video that he posted, but then you remember that he had to film himself doing the <laughs> Yes, <video." laughs> exactly. And it's like, yeah, nothing is more like boner killing than picturing someone like setting up their phone to yep. take a video of yep. themselves. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> we're, we're all just humiliations. <laughs> But there is a specific brand of straight guys. Maybe it's just one account that I'm thinking of in particular, but it's these two guys who are roommates and they post like very homoerotic content. I don't know if it's intentional or not. They'll like sing songs and like surprise <laughs> one another. And I'm like, you know what you're doing. You know exactly what you're doing. This is definite queer baiting and I don't like it. Which also brings me to another one, which is just straight guys in general who are queer baiting. Obviously a long trend on the internet. Yeah. But there are entire thirst trap accounts of guys posting like shirtless photos, all of the kind of, you know, there was that trend for a while that was people holding like a light. It would start off with them clothed and then the, the lights would go off and they'd be ha- holding a ring light behind them yep, and you'd yep. see all of their abs. Right. And it's um, really easy for me to do that one. Exactly. Yep. By the way, if I could pull that off, I would absolutely have done it. But <laughs> Uh, so yeah, rest assured that if I ever have a six pack, I'll become the most insufferable person alive. Um, but yeah, this is such a trend that it is now spawned a, a brand of TikToker that is calling out straight guys who are queer baiting. Oh boy. <laughs> so there was one guy in particular I know, uh, who will, will expose straight guys who post thirst traps and he'll be like, Oh, you got all of these sponsorships from like gay brands. I'm going to contact all of these gay brands and let them know that you have a girlfriend and you're (gasps) lying. (laughs) Wow. Next. This is a trend that needs to be stopped across the internet. Self-facing videos that people post of themselves crying. (laughs) The number of people who decide when they're sad yep when they're crying when Mm -hmm. they're in this low moment to open up the camera on their phone press the little icon that turns the camera around and faces themselves and hit record and then go through the steps of posting that video right unhinged because it immediately becomes a performance it's just like yeah i don't know it's exactly it is no longer genuine yeah these emotions are now fabricated. It is so weird. I will never have that impulse. No, the only time that I've ever taken a selfie of myself crying was watching the Six Feet Under finale because I was like, this is... That is the this one is, time, yeah. Uh, you know, also because it was like, my feelings weren't real. You know what I mean? Like, right. like they the TV show made me do it. And I was like, and I knew that this show was one that had like a devastating, in a good way, finale. And it was like a shared thing. Yeah. But but like to actually for real cry, it's like, no, I don't want anybody seeing that. Yeah. I mean, there. that is the one, uh, like after you've watched something or listened to some, like, you know, a, a new release where you're kind of sharing your reaction to that thing. Yes. I, I feel like there is a trend among people who it's like they just went through a breakup yeah. and they'll post a video being like, oh, it's so unfair. And it'll have like dramatic music and like a single tear rolls down. And it's like, don't do this. You're embarrassing all of us. <laughs> Relatedly, the other one is people who post, this is 
a trend specific to TikTok in my experience. And maybe it is because maybe this is like on Facebook and I'm just not exposed to it because I'm not really scrolling on Facebook. But people who post devastating personal trauma. And I mean this because the thing with TikTok is that because it's so random, you you scroll across things that you just would never normally see. Right. And I am always expecting to be like surprised or like laugh. Yeah. And so sometimes I will be watching a TikTok waiting for the joke. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, someone, I kid you not, posted a video of their family finding out that like their sibling had died. <gasps> and it and it didn't then just like pop out of a room being like, just kidding. Punked. No, it was not a prank. It, it was actually. It was like because a lot of people have like ring lights or like home cameras yeah. in their like living rooms or something to watch their pets or their their babies. And they were like, here's the moment that we all found out. Like we got the call that my brother died or something. It was like, why are you posting this? The fact that this video exists is like horrifying for yeah. you and your family. Why would you post that on the internet to an app that I am going to scroll across randomly and watch expecting to laugh and be like, oh, my God. You know, it's actually more devastating your experience in that situation. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But there's that there's there's people who post like, yeah, their their dogs dying. No, Um, no, can't do that. There's there was one trend for a while that was like they'd play wake me up before you go go uh-huh. and then right when it hits the like the happiest part of the song there's like a thing that it does to the sound where it stops and it becomes like an echo uh-huh. and people would use that through the first half of it they would post like all of these happy pictures and the second half they would post like the breakup photo <laughs> or the graveyard oh my god and then it's like you watch that and you think you're just looking at like a happy couple. And then it's like someone posting a house wife died from oh, cancer. Oh That's God. how I want to be memorialized for sure. <laughs> Truly the stuff that people choose to post. I don't understand it. I do. I do. I'm like, just like take for like one second. Just realize that like literally anyone in the world can see this. Yeah. Anybody in the world. Oh, my other, this one I kind of love secretly is I've seen this multiple times where it's like a group of young women standing around as if they're going to make a group video together. And then it turns out that one of them is actually confronting another one for sleeping with her boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) It's like an intervention. It'll start off with someone starting the video who's in the front and they were like, hey, guys, we just wanted to jump on and uh, talk about how Stephanie has been sleeping with my boyfriend for the last (laughs) three weeks and she thinks I don't know about it. And Stephanie will be in the background. You just see her face like go, go dark. (laughs) (laughs) That is the thing, though, is that like there's drama like that that I'm like, now I'm going to waste the next two hours of my life going down this rabbit hole oh yeah because then of course stephanie will be posting her side of it yep um which brings me to my other point which is when people post people post a video it blows up and then um they have to post like a part two because they have to explain it and the first 10 minutes of every one of these videos is them being like Hey guys, um, I just wanted to jump on. I had no idea this was going to blow up as big as it did. Okay, when I posted that, I did not think anybody would see it. And this is the speed that they talk at. They're like, <laughs> I, I did not think anybody would see it. I posted that. It was 4 a.m. On, on a Friday. Okay, I, was, I just got, I was having my coffee. 
And then like a lot of you saw it and you and you had questions. So first of all, thank you for everybody for asking <laughs> questions. And it's like if you don't answer the fucking question in, in the first three seconds. I'm scrolling. Bye. <sighs> what else? Hot guys with weird hobbies is another one that has sucked me in uh, much, much to my dismay. What, what's weird hobby? Um, there's one guy you may be familiar with who just chops wood. Oh, no, I'm into that for sure. For sure. That's like my TikTok is like mostly dog content. And then also I would say that that is under cottage core. So, so yeah. I definitely get some of that. The problem is he started to get on my nerves a little bit because mostly because he only has one skill um, and it is <laughs> it's like chopping wood and being super hot. Right. People will call him out and be like, oh, you're faking this or like, actually, that's like a dry piece of wood and or like it has a knot in it. So it's making it easier or you're using this type of axe. <laughs> so much. Oh my God. On TikTok. <laughs> And so he'll he'll keep posting videos like responding to haters. <laughs> but he has this kind of like macho attitude that's like you're questioning my masculinity and he responds mm. to it in a way that is like I don't know, no, you're not an I, ally. I, no, like I came here cuz I actually find this to be very gentle cuz like what are you doing with the wood you're then making me a fire. You know? No, yeah. Also, I've never seen him do anything with the yeah, actual. What is wood. he doing with all that wood? But the related one, and granted, I do love this account so much, is a guy with the fattest ass I've ever seen. <laughs> Honest, a presumable straight man who has a pet squirrel that he just lets like jump all over <gasps> his taint. And you enjoy this? You That's notice why squirrel I'm mad here? At it. Matt Bellasai? It's because this man, who's the most beautiful man alive, is just running around You're with a squirrel. You're just jealous of that squirrel. Jumping all over that cake. And it is <laughs> shocking, honestly. Another beef I have is people who are absolutely simping for Trader Joe's. Okay, listen, I love Trader Joe's as much as the next hoe. I, I'll bend over in Trader Joe's and let the entire staff run an absolute train on me. <laughs> I'm not going to post an entire TikTok of me shopping every aisle of Trader Joe's no. and what items I pick out. They can pay you to do that. Exactly. Trader Joe's, if you're listening, Joe, you can pay Matt to Joseph. do that. Joseph, <laughs> <laughs> you have my number, Joe. Next, that woman who gives financial tips. Oh, well, she'll be like, um, tell her it, the lawyer sent you that girl. Yeah. I've gotten her videos. If you're, if your airline delays you for more than 20 minutes, you can walk up to the counter and say, excuse me, you owe me $1,000. <laughs> and if they ask you, how did you learn this trick? Tell them Stephanie from TikTok sent you. <laughs> and it's like, no one is ever going to do this. Yeah. Because also like, okay, now I have that knowledge. Great. But I don't have the confidence to yeah. actually like ask anything of a customer service rep. Can you imagine going up to someone in public, like with your body? Yeah, no. And saying from your mouth, I heard on TikTok <laughs> that um, if I say this word, that you have to give me my entire flight for free. <laughs> no, they'll laugh at you. They'll yeah. laugh at right in your face. There's also an entire genre of people who are, are customer service employees who just do fully dramatized reenactments of the arguments that they have with customers. I am kind of obsessed with it. <laughs> or it'll be like, yeah, um, welcome to Yankee Candles. How can I help you? And then it's, and then they'll cut to them as the customer and they'll act out the entire dialogue. And there are like multi-part videos. And finally, motherfucking 
air fryer content. We could do a whole goddamn deep dive just about air fryers. How dare this app make me want to buy an air fryer? Which is a convention oven. It is just an oven for your countertop. With a fun drawer. Yeah, it's got a little drawer and it's a fan. It's a fan. It's not frying anything. Nope. It's a full oven with a fan. Yep. That is just your your oven probably. And it takes two minutes less to do things in it than it does on the stove. I do think... It probably heats up way faster than a stove. I know, but an oven. Uh, yeah, but like that much faster that it that it like imagine. Okay, now I'm becoming an air fryer life. salesman. Now I'm becoming an air fryer salesman because you forced. What me are you going to do with that extra time? Spend more time on TikTok? Yeah, it's all a cycle. Imagine I make at the beginning of the year twelve months worth of chocolate chip cookie dough. I have it in the freezer. Okay, every time you're at my apartment, are we going to preheat the oven all the way to three fifty? And then yes, wait. if you had frozen cookie dough in the oven, yes, that yeah, we absolutely would do that. Or that takes like 30 minutes to preheat the oven where I'm not going anywhere. Or you just fire up the air fryer. It takes one minute and then you have hot, delicious cookies. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And they're only like $99. You know what it basically is? What were those kid baking ovens? Easy bake ovens. Easy bake ovens. It's I mean, that was some oven. light bulb. It was like a four watt light, bu- <laughs> light bulb that everyone was like, yeah, let me bake you a cake. <laughs> It'll be ready in five hours. <laughs> oh, fuck. I wanted an easy bake oven so bad. I know. I think instead, we had one, but it like didn't have any of the stuff to make anything in it. So it was basically just like for Barbies. We got the boy version, which is it made creepy crawlers. They were oh, called. Yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> which was just like inedible. Oh, yeah. Uh, it just was like goo that you put in and it would make like a little toy. But all it was was plastic that you put in and it would melt it into a different <laughs> shape. And it smelled so bad. and It would make me gag. I would <laughs> I fully would walk around. My brother would plug it in and I'd be like, no, because <laughs> I because it would activate my gag reflex. So he'd be making like a little scorpion and I'd, I'd be in the corner. <laughs> Just dry, dry. It's a perfect, perfect image to, of your childhood. I used to scream when my brother would make. Um, my mom bought this egg McMuffin uh, because my brother loves egg McMuffins. The mm-hmm. like breakfast sandwich from I don't even know. Do they still make egg McMuffins? I don't fucking know. At McDonald's, and my mom bought this little container that you like crack an egg into, and then you microwave it. Yeah, I hate that smell. I know exactly that smell. The smell of microwave eggs, disgusting, is pure sulfur. Yep. And I used to scream and cry whenever my brother (laughs) wanted to make a sandwich. (laughs) I'd literally be in another room screeching. God, you sound like the worst little brother ever. (laughs) Anyway, on that note, that's it for this week's deep dive. Shout out to TikTok for absolutely ruining my life. We're almost there. We're almost at the end of the show. But first, our chasers. Chasers are the good stuff that helps all the bad shit go down easier, starting with Do Better White People, where we highlight some anti-racism resources and other actions we can take to make our world a little bit better. Barry, what are we highlighting this week? I think I brought this up like a couple months ago, but it's back for season two. So I wanted to remind people, if you don't already subscribe to Undistracted, the podcast, it's Undistracted with Brittany Packnett Cunningham. Uh-huh. It's a fantastic podcast. I do feel like I need to put a disclaimer and say that Pineapple does make the show with the meteor. But I'm telling you, like I listen to the show every week. Brittany is an amazing, amazing activist and podcast host. It's a weekly news and interview show. And the whole point is that it's through the lens of intersectional feminism 
It is on my weekly rotation. They talk about news stories that have kind of like what they call untrending news stories. And it just you it, it really is an amazing show. And I really, really recommend it. So uh, I just it's back for season two. And uh, if you're not already subscribing, I really think that you should. So that is what we're highlighting this week. Undistracted with Brittany. Nice. Uh, let's get into the TV we're watching this week. What have you been watching? We're watching everything that could possibly be on TV. But I specifically want to shout out a show that I started watching because of Landscapers. Uh-huh. So Landscapers was created by or well, it was co-created. And one of the co-creators is Will Sharp, who is this British Japanese actor, writer, filmmaker. And I really like his style. And I found out that he has another show that is on Netflix called Flowers. Mm -hmm. That's two seasons long. They're 20 minute episodes and there's only six episodes per season. It's a comedy about this like really fucking dysfunctional family. And it also stars Olivia Coleman. Mm -hmm. And I've only watched two episodes so far, but I am fully obsessed with it. I love it so much. Like I... It is. I don't really think that there are other things I've seen like it. The pacing, it's like super quick and so weird. And you're just like immediately dropped into these absolute weirdos lives. Uh, and it is laugh out loud funny. Um, it is weird. So it's it's not like you're it's not a sitcom. <laughs> um, OK. Uh, and uh, I really am into it, though. So that is what I've been watching this week. What about you? I've been watching an older show. Um, I guess season two just came out. The Witcher. Yeah. I uh I tried watching the first season like a while ago. It might have been might have been too soon after Game of Thrones. And also I was like, like the f- the first season is I mean Melissa our our other producer Melissa and I actually worked on the behind the scenes podcast of The Witcher, so she and I are very very knowledgeable about this show (laughs) i can tell you we've like read the books everything and the first season did a lot of like time jumping that was confusing yeah Um, i definitely would not i started looking up like youtube videos to explain it i need to listen to the podcast now that that'll be very helpful i trust me it's very helpful yeah but i want to watch season two because it's like it gets the point then where it's like one timeline and like an ongoing story but i remember i saw a tweet of someone being like don't go into The Witcher thinking it's Game of Thrones. Think of it as like Xena Warrior Princess. Ooh. And because it's much, it's, I don't know, campy is not the right word, but it's much more like, it's not supposed to be as like realistic yeah. as Game of Thrones. Yeah. It is a little more it's like. It's more mythological. Yeah. It definitely like video gamey. Yeah. Yeah. But also like Henry Cavill is literally the most beautiful man alive. <laughs> I know I've said that about a lot of people. <laughs> But that man, I don't understand it. No. And his love of his dog, obviously, to me, like that combo is its hard to handle. Yeah. It's honestly upsetting. Yeah. And uh, I enjoy every minute of it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so The Witcher, I'm almost, yeah, I'm like halfway through season two. Nice. Um, What is your non-TV chaser? Well, I have two. One real quick is that um, for those who have been clamoring for Joe Parra Talks with you season three, but hasn't been able to watch because it's on Adult Swim, it is now on HBO Max, people. Oh. Get your joy on. Get your calming little sweet little weird joy on. Uh-huh. Um, But my other non-TV chaser, because that technically is TV is I started doing this because when my back was really bad I was having to take baths and I don't have a bathtub here so I've started just doing like every single night taking a really hot shower and just Mm -hmm. getting it really steamy and it's such 
a nice relaxing way to end the day and just like force my body and therefore my mind to just like calm and I have a little lavender essential oil in the bathroom so Ooh. I just like add that to the shower and the mm -hmm. humidity is nice and usually I'm a f I leave a fan on but because it's the winter I've been leaving the fan off so that the humidity also just like goes throughout the house a little oh, right. bit and it's just been a really nice calming way to end the day um so it has been truly bringing me joy nice I really need a speaker for my shower. That's the one thing that I, I need to do to just up my shower game. True. What about you? Well, I'll keep mine thematically similar. Okay. And say I bought a new shower head. <gasps> Ladies, am I right? Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I've gotten way, way worse at impulse buying stuff. Good, um, good, 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 good. good. <laughs> And I don't know, one day I was like, man, I really wish I had a better shower head. Oh, right. I could just buy one. And so <laughs> I looked it up. Um, there were a few suggestions, but one of them was like the highest rated one. It's got like a huge, it's like a giant circle. Uh -huh. So it feels like a uh, waterfall. Rain, rain, waterfall. Yeah. yeah. But also it's got like a magnetic handheld piece. Oh, which I had in my last apartment and have missed horribly. Yeah. Although that has been abated a bit by my tushy bidet. Because obviously everyone knows the best part of a handheld shower thing is that you can get up there. Real, okay. real deep. Yeah. Um, so I, but I have been missing that. And it was so easy to install, too. I love that. I it, need to get one of those, but for a different reason, which is to wash my dog. Oh, because okay. we use a pitcher and it's not fun. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that now that you said that, that's why I looked it up is because I like deep cleaned my bathroom mm -hmm. and uh, the shower, the smell of bleach, I used way too much. Oh, no. It was so powerful. And I realized I couldn't really get the water off the wall unless I like filled a bucket and just like threw it at the <laughs> wall. <laughs> like, cause my, the shower head wouldn't like aim that far. I was like, I really wish I had a hose attachment that I could kind of, you know, rinse the wall with. Yeah. That's what led to it. Well, there you go. A much more wholesome reason than my hole. <laughs> Anyway, um, that is it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening on Happy Hour. If you want more Unhappy Hour shit, and obviously you do, you can head straight to my Patreon page. You'll get video of bonus Worst Things First stories, video of some of our past guest complainer interviews, an entire separate podcast feed that's got all of our bonus stories every single week. So it's like a second day of Unhappy Hour stuff that you get. Plus, you can buy merch at unhappyhourshop.com. And as always, head to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Odyssey. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Wherever you get podcasts, follow us, rate us, review us. But only if it's nice. I don't want to hear your shit. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Studios. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Melissa Slaughter, and me, Matt Belisai. Special thanks to Jenna Weiss-Berman and Max Linsky. Our music is by Hans Seasu. You can bother Barry at Finkelberry Pie. You can worship me at Matt Belisai. You can follow Unhappy Hour Pod on Twitter and Unhappy Hour on Instagram for all the latest podcast buzz. You can leave us a voicemail on our rant hotline at 601-600-RANT. That's 601-600-7268. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Bye-bye. <gasps>
record, 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 record,